Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Kobe Bryant's widow shares precious home videos for the world to see. Message to Vanessa from JLo and Shakira. What JLo told me about Kobe Bryant. Then, I'm completely numb. Pulled out of the icy water. One, two, three, up. Only to end up being body shamed. How could anyone be so cold hearted? I had to stand up for myself. Then, little boy trapped. Hey, our baby. <laughs> How the heck did he fall down the vent? It took me like 10 seconds to realize this awful thing is happening to me. Plus, Quarantine USA. Life in lockdown for the 200 Americans evacuated from the coronavirus zone. Anyone there showing any symptoms of illness? And super gross. Ah. Charging Super Bowl fans sky-high prices for these down and dirty rooms. Gross. Somebody's dirty old sock. All this for hundreds of bucks a night? There's some issues with my room. Is there any way a manager can come up here, please? Plus... Rejected by the Flower Girl. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. There are an estimated 171,000 words in the English language. But Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa, says enough words don't exist to describe her family's pain right now. Vanessa Bryant broke her silence on Instagram, expressing her gratitude for the outpouring from fans and opening her private Instagram to show her family in happier times. In the midst of her grief, Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa, is opening her heart. She's making her Instagram account public for the world to see, allowing millions of fans grieving with her to share her precious memories. 13-year-old Gigi, who was also killed in the chopper crash, shows off her basketball moves, taught to her by her dad. The special bond with her dad is evident. Here, Kobe sings to daughter Bianca. Very merry on birthday to you. Gigi and big sister Natalia channel Taylor Swift. Here, the family's with Minnie Mouse at Disneyland. And this is video of Vanessa on board a helicopter, a haunting moment in view of how Kobe and Gigi met their fate. And look at this, Kobe and baby Bianca on another flight. You got it. Perhaps most poignant of all, little seven-month-old Capri, who will grow up never knowing her famous dad. There's also insight into their 20-year romance. The videos were released along with a statement from Vanessa, her first since Kobe's death. I'm not sure what our lives hold beyond today, and it's impossible to imagine life without them, but we wake up each day trying to keep pushing because Kobe and our baby girl Gigi are shining on us to light the way. She also used the hashtag GirlDad, acknowledging the worldwide social media phenomenon as hundreds of thousands of people post photos celebrating the special bond between fathers and daughters. 
without hesitation. He said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. ESPN Sports Center anchor L. Duncan triggered the trend with that anecdote. We spoke with her today. I'm so impressed with how all of these people around the world have found a way to compartmentalize all their anguish and their grief and their sadness about this tragedy and placed it in a really beautiful, positive way. That's been beautiful to see. It sure has. The victims' families are also top of mind for all of those involved with this year's Super Bowl. Halftime performers Jennifer Lopez and Shakira held a press conference today in Miami, and they had a message for Kobe's widow. Here's Megan Alexander. J-Lo has a heartfelt message for Kobe Bryant's widow. I think about Vanessa as a mom and losing her best friend and partner and losing her child, and I think, you know, how awful that must be for her right now, and I just wanted to send a message and just been praying that God guides her through every moment because she has three more babies to take care of. The superstar recalled how she heard the terrible news on Sunday. JLo, you posted such a beautiful tribute to the Bryant family, Vanessa. Can you talk about what Vanessa and the Bryant family means to you? I was in the middle of rehearsing and talking about this show and Alex came to me uh, with tears in his eyes and he's like, you're not going to believe what happened. And he was devastated. He knew Kobe very well. They kind of came up together. He had come to my last show in Vegas, the both of them, as a date night. And we had a beautiful night that night. Singer Shakira um, also knew Kobe. We will be all remembering Kobe on Sunday and we'll be celebrating life. The singers were both on hand for a press conference to talk about Sunday's big halftime show, and they're promising a high-energy performance. I don't want to give away too many of uh, what we're going to do in the it's, performance. It's very Shakira, and it's very yeah. Jennifer. They were handed the first official game balls, which they both thought were gifts. Thank you. I know who's going to love that. Wait, do we get to keep these? My husband oh, is going to love that. Maybe? Let's see what happens. Wait, do you want, what do you want to do? But this for us, right? I can take it home? Well, if you want to throw it to one of our friends. Ah, okay. The two stars seem to have found the fountain of youth. J-Lo is 50 and Shakira turns 43 on Super Bowl Sunday. So how do they get in shape for a show this huge? We talked to Shakira's longtime personal trainer, Anna Kaiser, who has the star working out six days a week. We're switching it up between cardio intervals and just strength training if she has dance rehearsals in the afternoons because it's also about not burning out too. We asked JLo if she's ready to go. In other news today, this lucky woman is lucky to be alive after falling through the ice, but comments made about her on social media after her rescue have left her heartbroken. Naya McInerney explains why. It's a race to save this woman's life. She's fallen into freezing water. I was absolutely scared. I kept on telling Melissa, I said, don't let me die. Don't let me die. I don't want to die today. Carissa Miller and her best friend, Melissa Kozlowski, were fishing from a dock in Michigan when she lost her balance. What happened? I was trying to get up. I actually slipped off the dock. Miller was unable to get herself out because her body went numb from the icy water. Two men raced over. The Good Samaritans took off her heavy winter clothes because they were choking her as they pulled her up. That's how she ended up in just a sports bra and leggings. Sheriff deputies rushed to the scene. The clock is ticking. Is she close? She's been in the water for a while. 
We're going to pull her out. <laughs> Come on, guys. At this point, Miller is dead weight. Take a hand. Take the other I'm one. Numb. Come on, girlfriend. Come on. <laughs> one, two, three. Out of the water, she lays on the dock. She's alive, but in a cruel turn of events, the video of her being pulled out of the water is generating body-shaming comments on social media. I was a walrus. I believe it was who pulled out the dog, why is she naked? How did that make you feel? It kind of made me feel kind of ugly. <laughs> wow, if you fall into cold water, experts say don't panic, control your breathing, and get as much of your body out of the water as possible while you wait for help. The World Health Organization today declared the coronavirus a global health emergency. This the same day the first person-to-person -person transmission of coronavirus has been reported here in the United States. The victim's the husband of the Chicago woman who became ill after she traveled to China. Meantime, the Americans who flew back home from China spent their first full day in quarantine at March Air Reserve Base in California. But what is it like waiting to get the all clear? We've got to look inside. It's life on lockdown. The 200 Americans evacuated from China started their first full day back in the U.S. with a buffet-style meal. This video, shot by one of the evacuees, shows them attending a group briefing. They're in a voluntary quarantine at a military base in Riverside County, California, for at least three days to make sure they don't have the coronavirus. Everyone is pretty calm and, you know, walking around, enjoying the sunny California uh, uh, weather right now. Jared Evans, who plays for a pro football team in China, shot the video. This is his room. Anyone there showing any symptoms of illness? No one has been uh, showing any kind of symptoms. No one's coughing. And we're all taking precautions right now. We're all wearing masks, even when we're outside in this group. Um, I'm personally wearing gloves. Uh, no one's really shaking hands unless their family members are together or something like that. So everyone is still taking major precautions. Evans sent Inside Edition video of overjoyed passengers doing the wave on the plane that brought them back to the U.S. Meanwhile, 6,000 passengers are under quarantine on a cruise ship in Italy after a passenger from China fell ill with coronavirus symptoms. ABC News chief medical correspondent Dr. Jennifer Ashton is sounding the alarm over the run on hospital quality face masks. If you go into a hospital and there are not enough masks for healthcare workers, we're in big trouble. We spoke to Dr. Armand Dorian of USC Verdugo Hills Hospital outside Los Angeles. A lot of the masks are actually created in China and shipped over here. So the fact that it will be utilized significantly in a country that has a massive population, there is concern that there will be a shortage. Mm. World Health, World Health Organization has confirmed that there are no deaths yet outside of China. Any mother with young kids knows this. You turn your back for just a moment and just about anything could happen. But in a million years, this mother never imagined her toddler would pull off the cover on the ventilation grate and her baby fall down the hole. And when that happened, it took a call to 911 to rescue him. This mom had the shock of her life when her toddler blurted out that something was wrong with his baby brother. My toddler came in, ran up to me and said, baby in. And I said, baby in where? And at that point, I was in a panic. Sadie Reedy said she'd stepped away from her two sons for just a moment to wash dishes. My oldest son proceeded to point to the vent. 
<laughs> it took me like 10 seconds to realize this awful thing is happening to me. There's no way my baby's in a vent. But it was true. 10-month-old Colson, there's the cute guy himself, had fallen eight feet down this dark and scary vent. She says her three-year-old had pulled off the grate and down went the baby. Police and fire dispatch. I have a caller. She is reporting that her 10-month-old baby is stuck in a vent. <laughs> Hang on, baby. <laughs> You can hear the mom sob as she calls 911. Rescuers size up that the baby is too far down the vent to pull out, so they head for the crawl space. And here it is, the tiniest of crawl spaces. An officer crawled in and was able to push the baby back up the vent. There's little Colson. He's filthy and looking perturbed, but not hurt. And here he is reunited with the police officers me? who saved the day. Do you remember me? Do you remember Mike? Huh? Little Colson may not remember, but mom will never forget, and she's taking no chances there'll be a next time. Drilling that vent into place. And if you were wondering about that stern expression on the baby's face when he came out of the vent, he is so precious. Well, Colson's mom says he always looks like that. Football fans are beginning to descend on Miami in advance of Sunday's big game, and some might get a big disappointment when they check into their hotels, at least if their experience is anything like that Lisa Guerrero had. The rooms were had some pretty hefty prices and some pretty hefty housekeeping issues to go with them. At this day's in in Hollywood, Florida, the average nightly rate is around $100. But for Super Bowl weekend, we were quoted $500. Five times as much? What could you get for all that money? So this room looks pretty good at first until we moved back the bed. Check this out. Ugh. Gross. Somebody's dirty old sock. But wait, there's more. A discarded tank top and lipstick. Sadly, not my color. Then there was the Hotel Leamington. It's only a two-star property, but they're also charging about five times their average rate the weekend of the big game. Gross, look at all those hairs. It's pretty bleak. No door on the closet. Let's see what the view looks like. <laughs> we spotted this spider, and he had friends. Ooh, there's a spider in the shower. But that wasn't all. Gross, gum stuck to the headboard. And behind the bed. Well, this is supposed to be a non-smoking room, but check this out. A cigarette butt, a hair tie, and dead bugs. Time for me to call the manager. There's some issues with my room. Is there any way a manager can come up here, please? A few minutes later. Hi, are you the manager? Yes. Hi, I'm Lisa Guerrero with Inside Edition. And why are you running away, ma'am? She didn't want to talk. We found all kinds of issues with your with your rooms. Finally, there was the Parisian Hotel in Swanky South Beach. Checking into the Parisian. Usually it's around 70 bucks a night. But for some dates, they're asking a four-night minimum stay over the Super Bowl. The price? Over $1,500. The floorboard is completely coming off. Check out the bathroom. Stinks. This is awful. When we moved back the nightstand, we found a used contact lens and three fingernail clippings. Yuck. There was also a Gatorade bottle under the bed, hairs on the bed, and all these discarded items, including drug paraphernalia. 
Hi, um, I'm we called up the manager. Come on in. Is it fair that you're going to be charging your customers hundreds of dollars over Super Bowl weekend for filthy rooms? No, not really. And uh, this is must to be like a, a, a mistake. <laughs> a spokesperson for the Days Inn franchise said what we found is, quote, not a true presentation of our hotel, and they refunded our money. They say that the high price we were given was a mistake, and they've since dropped the price to 299 a night for the Super Bowl. The Leamington Hotel told us they immediately corrected the problem and say they're in the process of remodeling. Let's hope they're done like tomorrow. In USA, they're bathing in sewer water. Millions of feral pigs terrorizing big cities and college campuses. Then, problems, the untold story of how Lizzo's ballerinas were picked for the Grammys. I would like ballet dancers that look like me. He danced Lizzo at the Grammys. Plus, rejected by the Flower Girl. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Feral pigs can be dangerous, invading not just rural farms, but towns and cities as well. Just nine weeks ago, a woman was killed by feral pigs when she arrived at work. Stephen Fabian is on Pig Patrol. It's an invasion of feral pigs. Look at them. The wild pig population is exploding in the USA. They're showing up in towns and cities, like the pack spotted on campus at Lamar University in Beaumont, Texas. Where is this? They're bathing in sewer water. Fancy West Palm Beach in Florida. They may look cute, but these beasts can be deadly. Two months ago, a woman in Texas was mauled to death by a herd of pigs. If we don't get some control, uh, it's going to start happening more and more. Brian Quaka is the host of Pigman on the Sportsman Channel. And it's very, very sharp. If you get that in you, you're done. On his show, Quaka hunts wild pigs from a helicopter. It's estimated there are 6 million wild pigs on the loose in America, and they are multiplying at a ferocious rate due to global warming. Warmer temperatures means more acorns, which is their favorite food. Farmers pay the pig man to eradicate the pig population because they destroy crops and grass. They're rooting up and they're actually getting the roots off the grass. But now the pigs are invading urban areas too. We've had pigs right through town. He says he was attacked by a pig. It ripped off his kneecap. And he has this advice should you find yourself confronted by an angry pig. Punch him right in the nose. That's all you can do, man. When we come back, how Lizzo and her dancers are breaking barriers. Lizzo has been breaking all kinds of barriers, and so are her backup dancers. Grammy's most nominated artist, Lizzo, shattered stereotypes when she opened the show with those curvy ballerinas. Just two weeks earlier, the body positive activist put out this unusual call for ballet dancers on Instagram. I would like ballet dancers that look like me. Where are you? I want you. And here are the talented ballerinas chosen by Lizzo for Grammy night. And they're still on cloud nine. I actually sent in a video, so it was like a dream come true for me. I was one of the people that were standing right next to her, like when she first said that, woman, and we were like, OMG. The women say their performance is a huge leap forward for dancers who look just like them. We dance for Lizzo at the Grammys. 
<laughs> and when we come back, the very independent flower girl. Finally today, she's not sharing her big moment with anyone. This little ring bearer is eager to make his big entrance. But wait, he left the flower girl behind. So he does the gentlemanly thing and returns to escort her down the aisle. Alas, he tries to link arms several times, but the flower girl is not having it. She's fine walking all by herself. Thank you very much. His dejected look says it all. Didn't even get to the altar before he was rejected. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. From Wondery, this is Black History For Real. I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Conscious Lee. What do most people think about when they hear the words Black History? Rosa Parks, Reconstruction, MLK, February, Black History Exactly, Mom. exactly. There are so many stories of Black History that we just are not really talking about or thinking about, especially outside of February. And we are about to flip the script on all of that. Because on this show, you're going to hear a little less... In August 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And a little bit more. She is a heroine to some. As a fighter for black rights, she is a villain to others. Follow Black History for Real on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen everywhere on February 5th, or you can listen early and ad-free on Wondery Plus starting January 29th. Join Wondery Plus on the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's what's up? So The Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about The Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Wanna, I want to know about you. Oh. I, enough. We, 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 people see everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast. Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.